friends, I'm back with another chapter for you. Something funny that I just realized. I started reading to you guys from the book of John because that's where I started. But I just realized that the book of John comes straight after the book of Luke, which is the book that I'm actually on in my daily Bible reading. I kind of have been neglecting finishing that chapter because I have been reading to you guys a chapter a day, so I took that as my chapter for the day. But I think this is confirmation that God is like, Laura, you need to finish the chapter that you are on as well. Also, in my current job, I have been praying for God to help us boost our sales, and out of nowhere, we are super busy for tomorrow, and this week has been super busy as well. So thank you, God, um, but also pray for me, guys, because it's going to be a crazy week. <laughs> okay, you guys know the drill. Let's go ahead and say a prayer so that we can understand the word that God is going to give us today. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for everything that you've done for us today, Lord. Thank you for waking us up, for giving us the air that's in our lungs, for giving us another day with our beautiful families and friends, and for giving us this day to restore any broken friendships or relationships that we may have. Lord, we pray that you allow the Holy Spirit to be breathed into us today as we go about our day. Help the Holy Spirit to be walking with us in each and every step that we take. Help guide us, Lord, to be beacons of your light and love and kindness. Help us to show your beautiful grace and mercy onto the people that we see throughout our day, Lord. I pray that you allow your peace to surround us that we may not have to face any stress or anxiety through all the chaos of this day, Lord. Allow us to absorb every word that we read in this book today, Lord. Help us to understand completely the word that is before us. Help us to put this into work in our own lives, Lord, and help us to share this word with whoever needs to hear it. Lord, allow us to gain the knowledge and wisdom that this word has to offer, and let us open our ears to hear you, Lord, that we may walk in your path for our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let us get into this word. This first section is called, Jesus Teaches Nicodemus. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. Jesus replied, Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. How can someone be born when they are old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God 
unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus, and you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know, and we testify to what we have seen. But still you people do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you of earthly things, and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. This next part is called John Testifies Again About Jesus. After this, Jesus and his disciples went out into the Judean countryside, where he spent some time with them and baptized. Now John also was baptizing at Enon near Salem, because there was plenty of water and people were coming and being baptized. This was before John was put in prison. An argument developed between some of John's disciples and a certain Jew over the matter of ceremonial washing. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, that man who was with you on the other side of the Jordan, the one you testified about, look, he is baptizing and everyone is going to him. To this John replied, A person can receive only what is given them from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said, I am not the Messiah, but am sent ahead of him. Pride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom waits and listens for him, and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine, and it is now complete. He must become greater. I must become less. The one who comes from above is above all. The one who is from the earth belongs to the earth and speaks as one from the earth. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. 
Whoever has accepted it has certified that God is truthful. For the one whom God has sent speaks the words of God. For God gives the Spirit without limit. The Father loves the Son and has placed everything in His hands. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. That was the end of chapter 3, and what a good chapter that is. In this chapter, we find the verse that pretty much everybody was raised on, John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. What a beautiful verse this is. But I want to look into the one that comes directly after this. John 3.17 reads, For God did not send his Son into this world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Why then do so many Christians feel the need to condemn people for not acting or dressing or being a certain way? If God didn't send his son to condemn people, what makes people think that he sent them to condemn people? God did not send people to condemn other people. God sent us here to love each other. Just some food for thought. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, and I hope you will join me in the next one. Till next time, friends.